Still Buffering, a sister's guide to teens through the ages. I am Riley Smurl. I'm Sydney McElroy. And I'm Taylor Smurl. Hi, sisters. Hi. Hi, sisters. <laughs> <laughs> Just greeting you. Greetings. I'm, I'm running on like three hours of sleep. Me Guys, too. My baby Same. grunted all night because it doesn't know, she doesn't know how to poop yet. And so That's she. so weird. Laid there grunting. There's a point where you don't know how to do that? I guess it's, it's, I didn't even know about this. I had to look this up. It's commonly called baby grunting syndrome. <laughs> Very self-explanatory. Who named that? Somebody should have tried harder. <laughs> and your baby just, I mean, it's not constipation because when she poops, it's like normal baby poop, but she grunts for a long time because she can't get like the muscles regulated to do it right. She forgot how to poop. She forgot how to poop. So she's working, she's figuring it out. She's working on it. It's fine. It goes away on its own. She, they just figure it out, and then they know how to poop. But someday she, you can take Cooper. <laughs> there was a time where you didn't know how to poop. She lays there half the night, like while I'm try- like next to the bed. She's not in bed with me. She's next to my bed, and she lays there in her little thing, going uh, uh, like half the night. But it's like work it out. How did you? I mean, I get why that would like keep you awake initially, but at some point, did that not just become like white noise of poop grunting, and you just fell asleep? It makes me nervous okay. because sometimes she grunts so hard she refluxes a little and then she like spits up on herself and I don't like her to lay in that. I, that I feel so bad for future Co- Cooper in like 15 years. I am so sorry about this conversation because <laughs> it's First recorded. Talking about- <laughs> it's on the internet forever. We've discussed the consistency of your poop and I'm sorry as your cool aunt I shouldn't allow this to happen. First, we talk about how much boob you put in your mouth. Oh, then we talk man. about your poop that and your inability to. This is She's going to figure it out, though. And the other thing is just sometimes it escalates to her actually crying. Not always. Because she's, like, asleep when she does it. So, so she'll, sometimes she'll just drift back off. But anyway, we're working it out. Wow. <laughs> um, I saw a new cartoon. <laughs> okay. It's, okay, adult. I had well my three-year-old watched a new cartoon and I watched it with her and I really appreciated it and I thought I would mention it to you all okay it's called the it's called the loud house oh and it's about at first I was not sure I would enjoy it because it's about a little boy who lives in a house with 10 sisters but it's focused on the boy it seemed and I was like well that's well, that figures. That's There's typical. ten girls, ten girls and one boy, and we got a show about the boy. But I underestimated it. It's about the whole family, and uh, they had an episode where they were like getting up the courage to tell their sec- to tell the person that they secretly admired to confess their feelings to them. And you have all of them doing it except the one sister who's like the rocker sister who's like really like. I don't know if Sam will feel the same way I do. I don't know if I can do this. I, I'm just really nervous about it. I just, Sam is so great. I don't know if I can, you know, confess how I feel. And then finally at the end, she decides to, and she slips a note in a locker and we see a guy walk towards the locker and then past it. And then a girl stops at the locker and opens it up. Oh, and this is on Nickelodeon at a TV, at a, cartoon that's aimed at kids and i just thought wow that's amazing never never saw that represented in cartoons in our day yeah unfortunately completely not represented ever Mm -hmm. not allowed to be just casually i mean it's just casually thrown in there that sam is female and i thought it was very cool wow 
and it has I, now I watch the Loud House. <laughs> they had a megathon, which I guess is like a marathon, but longer. But mega, mega. And so I watched that with her, and I thought that was great. So there's my plug for that cartoon. Well, all right. If you're looking for a new cartoon, the Loud House, buddy. <laughs> there's also a little uh, boy on the show who has two dads. Wow. And again, it's just kind of like matter of fact. Yeah. Which is very cool. Just very cool to see in cartoons that um that we didn't see in our day. Yeah. So anyway. Um what's new with you all? <laughs> That's new in uh, my world. A new cartoon and my baby can't poop. <laughs> I don't yeah. have a baby. I so. feel like if I ran through the stuff that I was doing, I would feel bad because it's a lot of like social like I had a crazy week cuz I had like bar events and stuff but i don't want to like i don't know it was all stressful for me but then i don't be like oh your baby can't poop when you watch new cartoon i had to, to do all this bartending stuff and go to all these parties like you, i you feel don't like wanna, i feel like a jerk it in that that i can't leave the house i uh, yeah yeah <laughs> no i had a terrible week actually i mean that's not far from the truth but uh but you know the highlight of my week was actually tv also so we're on the same page sis and you made a human <laughs> so you're still doing better uh, I, I watched Nailed It, that new show on, on Netflix. Such a good show. Dude, it's as great. As Justin gets back in town, we're going to watch it I together. I mean, it's such you... a, an awful great show. I won't spoil anything for you, Sid, but I adore every moment of that show. It's uh, it's just, I mean, it's like it's it's like a baking show, but I, I can't imagine that anybody that's ever worked on an actual baking show worked on this show. No. <laughs> like No. I, uh, I'm, I'm waiting for Justin to get back so that I can watch that with him and so that the two of us can watch some of the Scientology network that now exists. Oh. Because <laughs> you don't want to watch that by yourself. You never know. I don't think you want to watch that You never know all. what. Well, I'm sleep deprived and alone. What if it starts to make sense to me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Scientology has its own channel now. How scary is that? Especially when you're sleep deprived and home alone, apparently. Yeah, I know. So I'm waiting for Justin for that okay. one. Hmm. We are not Scientologists. I don't. Do I need to explain that? I think we need to clarify. Maybe none of us are Scientologists. No, none of us are Scientologists. No. I don't think we actually need to clarify. No, I don't think so. Um, I think if you've listened to my other podcast, you have uh, heard my feelings on that on Scientology. Oh gosh, Sydney, keep plugging your other. Podcast. I, I didn't even name it. But everyone knows, Sid, as somebody that believes in like empirical knowledge and science, don't you kind of hate that the term Scientology was swiped? Yes. <laughs> like it makes it sound like it has in- like it has anything to do with science. Spoiler alert: It doesn't. It's... Just if if just read Going Clear and you can, you know Lee Ramini can fill you in if you're if you're curious as well. Um. So let's talk about flirting. <laughs> Is this not what, what happened to you? We were doing with the audience the entire time. <laughs> this explains everything wrong that I do wrong. <laughs> yeah, when I flirt with people, I tell them about cartoons I watch with my toddler, about how my infant can't poop, and then I ask them if they've seen the new Scientology Network. <laughs> I mean, dude, that's par for the course for uh, for, for for me. So I, I don't know. This is same <laughs> level of interest the, here. This is said by the person who, right before we started recording this podcast, said, "Oh me, I'm great at flirting." <laughs> Okay. Quote Sydney McElroy. <laughs> Let me. Okay. I. I. To be fair, Riley did call me out and say, "How long has it been since you flirted?" It's. I mean, I don't know that I flirt with Justin anymore. <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't know. After you've been married for, gosh, 12, going on 12 years now, I don't know that you flirt with each other as much. Uh, maybe sometimes. You, you don't, like, bring Justin a compact disc, like, coyly sometimes. <laughs> like, you know, I, I feel like we might have been talking about this the other day or something. I just, I thought you might want to check it out, but, you know, just get it back to me whenever. Like, you don't do that? <laughs> no, I don't, I don't think, I don't think I flirt anymore, but... I believe back in the day when I did flirt, I was quite good at it. Why do you say that? <laughs> because if I wanted someone to ask me on a date, I knew how to make that happen. And that, I mean, and that's the goal of flirting, right? Like, what else are you trying to do? What Cindy's trying to say, she got all the boys to <laughs> like her. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, like, in my, if I directed my efforts Mm -hmm. towards Mm -hmm. being asked out Mm -hmm. i got positive results Mm -hmm. generally speaking well not all of us can be as great at flirting as you said i'm just saying i i understood what that entailed and i was able to fulfill that (laughs) well all right i guess you're gonna have to tell us all your 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 hot tips on flirting yeah well, I want to know for should we should we mention one of our listeners actually asked us specifically yes. if we could talk about flirting. So um, Emma wrote us and asked us about how to flirt and how to know if somebody's <laughs> flirting, and I don't know that we're going to be able to help with that. I mean, you've got an expert clearly. <laughs> yeah, you've got a flirt spurt here, so You'll of course be able to help with that. But, but we are going to talk about flirting one way or the other. Yes, you two don't feel like you're good at flirting. <laughs> You have I, both said this. I'm not telling you you're not good. I you have both like, said you don't oh, feel I, like you're good. I, think I am moderate. moderate. Mm. I am. Could, um, could I know why? See, I have explained why I feel like I was good at flirting. Is there a negative five on this scale? How, why do you each take your t- intern? Why do you each feel <laughs> <laughs> that you aren't good at flirting? Like I'm in therapy. <laughs> um. I mean, what indicators do you have? Like, what things have have transpired where you're like, "Wow, that was." That was because I was bad at flirting. I think I get too nervous that flirting is too obvious. So I try to make it less obvious. And then I just end up having a conversation. <laughs> oh, no. A terrible conversation with someone you're interested in. That wasn't and the plan it, at all. And then it's over. And you realize, like, oh, wait. Nothing in this indicated anything besides that I genuinely, like, had a question about homework. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you don't flirt. You feel like you're bad at it because you when you try to attempt it you never actually succeed i have i mean obviously i have i have succeeded at some point before but i feel like my losses outnumber my wins Mm -hmm. (laughs) taylor why do you think think, you're bad at flirting i think i have all losses uh i'm i don't like i'm oblivious if somebody's flirting with me like i have my friends be like hey what about that? I'm like, what do you mean? That person was just asking me about my preference on white wine. And they're like, no, that's not what that conversation was about at all. I'm oblivious when somebody's flirting with me. But more importantly, I am so terrified of rejection that when I'm having a conversation with somebody I'm interested in, I like anti-flirt. Like, (laughs) I just pull back as far as possible. Like, I'm not interested in you sexually whatsoever. No intimidation Mm. here. Buddy, buddy, buddy. (laughs) Like, it's like the... Let's be bros. Yeah, like case in point. I was talking to someone who, like, I, I've been into for a while, and they were pretty recently, or not for a while, they've been out of, like, a long-term relationship, and they're like, you know, I kind of just want to get back out there and, like, you know, like, get on the dating scene, but I don't know how to do it, and that's a great intro to say something, like, I cool, I don't know what it is, because clearly, <laughs> me, but 
It said we I should say. go out together sometime. <laughs> we should go out. I'll get you back out wow, there. Sydney, you're the expert. Wow. Oh, no, no, saying, no. Like, I say, well, if you ever need a wingman to find some ladies, finger guns. <laughs> I don't say the word finger guns, I should she say. She said finger I guns. I make them <laughs> at my friend. So, yeah. Uh, uh, so that's, I'm guessing that's not the right thing to do. Like, they just no. gave me this disgusted face like, that's okay, thanks, and walked away. <laughs> That's a, I think, I think that defense mechanism is called reaction formation. <laughs> what? <laughs> that sounds like something airplanes do. <laughs> it's like you, because you feel one thing that you do not want to be evident, you go to the other extreme to try yeah. to hide the thing you're feeling. So like, usually it's like if you see somebody who got a new haircut and it's really heinous and you instantly go, oh my gosh, I love your hair. I love your hair. <laughs> That's reaction formation. You don't want them to know that inside you're going, oh, my gosh, your hair. So you go to the other extreme yeah. instead of just being neutral. Like, if you can't say anything nice, don't say anything at all. No, you're going to say the <laughs> nicest thing you possibly can. I guess that's I, I remember back at college being called out by one of my friends because, like, we we're standing on the sidewalk and a kid in one of my classes came up to me and he was like, oh, hey, how's it going? And my response was, do you need something? Like, I was like, well, surely you don't actually care how I'm doing. You must require some information from me. And he just went, God, and walked away. <laughs> Can I be of assistance? <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It just. So that's even easier, though, if they start the conversation. The hard thing is for the first one to walk up and say hi. Once they've opened the door, it's easy just to, you know, walk in. Like, like this isn't a swing and a miss. This is like they give me a lob and I pull out a bazooka and obliterate the baseball. <laughs> OK, well, so you both have. Do you feel like there have been times where you've ever been successful flirting? I mean, <laughs> no. I have a boyfriend, so I feel like I had to have been at some point, right? Well, but I mean, I this begs the question, can you attain a relationship without actually flirting? Honestly, if anyone can, I think I did. <laughs> I, I think you can. I mean, I don't think you necessarily have to flirt. And I, because I th also think flirting can exist well outside the bounds of a relationship. Yeah. It can exist between two people who have no intention of ever becoming romantically entwined mm -hmm. they just enjoy romantically entwined you know what i mean they just enjoy the the feeling of somebody flirting with you and flirting back because yeah. it's fun because it's enjoyable there's lots of room in your life for flirting that you don't plan on going anywhere it's just the flirting is the is the goal coming from the flirting expert <laughs> flirt yeah expert. it's nice because then you get like if somebody flirts back that's like it's attention, which everybody, well, I don't say everybody likes attention, but let's be honest. What we're, what we're talking about is positive attention, but it's not just positive attention. It's like special positive attention. Mm -hmm. I just feels good. How do you tell the difference when somebody's flirting with you or when they're just like being pleasant? Well, I think there, I think, and I'm not an expert on this. I should, I've pretended like, uh, not. like I didn't write any articles in Cosmo or anything. Um, <laughs> <laughs> But I, I mean, I think there are some clear indicators like uh, if somebody is being just nice, that is not necessarily flirting. Someone who says, hi, how are you? <laughs> that's that not it, always flirting. That's a pleasantry. Yeah, <laughs> that's we say that to everyone. Someone who uh, smiles, th that's not necessarily flirting. Um, now, can you flirt without actually saying anything? Of course you can. 
Oh, of course. But it's not just a smile. Like a smile indicates this is an acceptable social signal that I will not attack you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that. But if you give them like like the smile and look out of the corner of the eye kind of thing, you know, like you, you turn your head slightly. What was you that, give them Cindy? The smile and the. <laughs> no. <laughs> Taylor just gave me a look like, what? <laughs> she arched one eyebrow and was like. I tried to do it. I followed your instructions. <laughs> Clearly, this is what I've been doing wrong. I don't know how to you, smile. <laughs> it's like a little tilt of the head, and you look out of the corner of your eye. It's the that smile. I I, I believe Tyra would say I'm smizing. That's different. That's smiling with I your eyes. I wish you all could see this. Yes. I wish you all could see the face in you made for me. <laughs> you know. I'm just saying, like, sometimes, especially if, okay, I, let me, I'm, I'm thinking of real life examples. There was a guy I was into who I was in a class with and, that I sat across from, and I wanted him to know I was into him. So I would, in the context of, like, purely academic conversations, like us discussing the stuff in class, because we worked in groups, it was like a lab thing, uh, I would occasionally, when we were all quiet or the teacher was talking, like... Let him catch me looking at him. You know. Wow. Intentionally. And, and you're not terrified that he'll think you're a giant creep show for that? Because that would be yeah. me. That's what I would do. Nah, because I wanted him to ask me out. So I was like. But now there's a difference between a stare you give someone you want to catch looking at you and a stare you give someone that like is creepy. Right. Like if you stare at someone like. Uh, <laughs> same thing. And, it's, and, it, and, and the key is what happens when they catch you. If they catch you and you like do like a fake like oh, oh, oh and, like look away real fast that's weird but if they catch you and you give them like a little smile like yeah oh, I was there's that at smile you. again <laughs> i was looking I, at you and then I you would, look away mm. that's a clear sign like yeah i was checking you out i would assume that person wanted me as a skin suit <laughs> That is think. not what most people assume. <laughs> well, i barely read things differently than you guys do, okay? <laughs> I think the best example of me not knowing when someone was flirting with me was uh, the first time the guy I'm dating right now tried to ask me out. And we had been talking like a week earlier about how I was playing the video game Tetris. I was talking about how good I was at Tetris. And this guy and I had been friends for like four years. So I was used to very friendly conversation. And a week later, he was like, hey, so when do I get to play you in Tetris and see how good you are? And I have learned that meant, hey, when do I get to hang out with you? Because I want to hang out with you. Sure. Yeah. But I was like, oh, uh, whatever, I guess. Like, I can't really do anything like now, even though it was like <laughs> 5 p.m. and it was during the summer and I was just like in bed. I was like, yeah, whatever, man. I don't really care. And I started talking about something else. And he was like, do you really not want to hang out with me? And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> like, I didn't know that's what that meant. <laughs> uh, I think if someone is um, finding reasons to make conversation with you that like don't have anything to do with common interests you already share or necessarily what you're doing together like what activities you might be engaging in like seeking out other things like to learn information about you and finding more reasons to talk with you that doesn't necessarily mean they're flirting but I think you should at least consider the possibility that flirting just may be ponder happening it. just wander um, I certainly think if somebody is looking for opportunities for you to do something together like that mm -hmm. like well we should do that together I realize this when, now. When do I get to go with you to that cool place you keep talking about or whatever? I don't know. 
Hmm. You know, took me it took me a few weeks. That in that context, flirting may be happening. It was. <laughs> um, certainly, any any reason to like like the playful little shoulder tap. What was that? You know, what? the playful shoulder tap. That movement, you're like, like you're flicking water off your hand. Like, like don't hey. touch people without their consent. Well, no, I'm not advocating touching people <laughs> without their consent. But like, or the little elbow, like, hey, the little elbow, you know. Like you walk up to you're like, hey. You know yeah. what I mean? Hey. Like, hey. What's going on? The little elbow nudge. But that's. Or like when you're like fake fighting and you like, like lightly like slap, quote unquote, slap them on the arm. You're like, hey. Mm-hmm. Like, hey. Yeah. Is this not all buddy stuff? Well, those are those are things you do with your buddies. But what I'm saying is like these are little ways that you are. If you are not buddies with someone and they are trying to get a foothold in your life. These are things that may indicate that. And I'm certainly not advocating touching someone without their consent. But I I was joking. I'm I'm sorry. I didn't mean to call you. No, no, I know. Well, but I mean, it's a fair point to bring up because obviously that is not flirting. That is sexual assault. Yeah. So don't do that. <laughs> I but mean, not like the flirting. little, like, you know, the elbow nudge, the the little elbow nudge. Everybody does that sometimes. The hey hey and nudges them with their elbow. Yeah, you know, hey that's hey, that's hey. like a flirty move. Hmm. Um, the way Sydney, by the way, for everyone listening from home, is signifying her difference between a buddy move and a flirty move is the smile. Yeah, she gives that smile like hey, hey, <laughs> hey. even though no one can see her. <laughs> well, and the, I mean. <laughs> There are lots of other, the the tone of your voice is different when you're flirting. I mean, it is, like, mm-hmm. scientifically, the tone of your voice is different. Oh, wow. You know, I, I think, and this is interesting as I'm thinking through this, I there's a, maybe different ways that I think that, I think there are different ways that people flirt. Because I think maybe just because I was always very much a nerd and, like, would only ever be flirting with other nerds. It, there's never any of that. It's kind of more like, you told me about this esoteric anime, and I'm going to let you know that I watched it. Like, uh, you, you told me to check out Pavement, and then I've got their sticker on my binder the next or the week later. Like, you know, like, it's way safer. Like, it's just those really super backseat ways of saying, like, I am listening to you and paying attention to your interests because it's so much more, like, I don't know, like interest-based flirtations. And I think that's, I think those are good moves. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I just think they're so subtle (laughs) that not everyone will pick up on them. Well, (laughs) (laughs) socially enough people, and I'm talking about myself, not indicting anybody else. You always want to play it so that you can always say like, I was just, just talking to you about cartoons. Ah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, that's, see. But see, that's problematic because if you're, if you, all you ever do is just barely dip your toes in the little end. I mean. <laughs> yeah. I, and to be fair, I, I say this is like the flirt, the bit of flirtation I've done. That's what it was. I, I think that there's a reason that the only relationships I've ever have ended up in are times where someone has come up to me and been like point blank. I like you. And I'm like, great. We're together now. <laughs> <laughs> it's like in kindergarten when someone comes up to you and is like, hey, I want you to be my girlfriend. Oh, my girlfriend. I never moved past that like, point. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I guess it'd be nice if we all did that, but then we would lose all the flirting, which I've already established I think is very fun. I hate so. it. So there's R- difference Riley. of opinions there. Neutral. It's, it's okay. 
neutral. Yeah, I'm neutral. Okay, uh, we need to talk about more of the ways we've just barely scratched the surface. But before we talk about more flirting, let's check the group message. Uh, sisters, I am very excited about our first sponsor today. Um, Who is it? It's a it's a new sponsor for our show, but not new to us. Uh, it's Mod Cloth. Um, so we are all big fans of the site Mod Cloth, and we're going to tell you all about it. Um, Taylor, I know you have you have utilized Mod Cloth many times before. Uh, yeah, I've been shopping on Mod Cloth for like I don't know, like five, six years now. I feel like I just kind of discovered it like by looking for online lists of cool places to shop, and it's like just kind of a mm-hmm. go-to for I don't know, like the the pieces I've gotten off of there. It's like why do I have a dress that has kittens in a theater like watching a movie like because of mod cloth <laughs> because of their, like weird quirky like adorable style like affordable but really really unique like nothing feels generic on there mm-hmm. it's it, it's really great I love mod cloth I have I am not a big shopper so to say that I have a like a tab in my you know in my taskbar that uh, for a website for a clothing website like that's a huge deal for me and that the only one i've ever had is mod cloth yeah so that i can quickly click yeah. on mod cloth it's literally the only one i've ever had uh their clothes are so they're so cute they're great they've got accessories and they've got like stuff for like your home and your room and stuff too mm-hmm. like i bought um a pillow for justin on mod cloth that was shaped like a whale but then it <laughs> transformed into one of those neck pillows for the plane oh so it's both a little pillow and neck pillow. Anyway, they have all kinds of great nice. stuff. I, I feel like they also emphasize dresses with pockets. And that's... Yes. That's the best key. thing about any dress ever. Yeah. <laughs> so so we are... Uh, so Mod Cloth is the fun, friendly spot for style that's as expressive and unique as you. And something to consider, summer's on the horizon. So pack your bags and hit the road in Mod Cloth's newest collection. Discover every dress under the sun, whether it's a chic shift or a must-have maxi. Their signature label comes in a full-size range from extra, extra small to 4XL. Um, and and I just, I can't say enough nice things about I love it. Yeah. I have so many clothes from Mod Cloth long before they were a sponsor. Yeah, I, I have we, them. We were all fans. Yeah. Yeah. All the way from fancy dresses to comfy sweaters. I got yeah, all the everything. Things. I even found clothes on there. They weren't maternity clothes, but they were like kind of like like meant to be longer, looser, flowy clothes that I was mm-hmm. able to wear through pregnancy. That's great. So, And I can still wear them. Yeah. Which is cool. So anyway, if you want to check out Mod Cloth, hey, Riley, can you tell our listeners what to do? Uh, if you want 15% off your purchase of $100 or more, which is a great deal, go to modcloth.com. That's M-O-D-C-L-O-T-H dot com and enter the code still buffering at checkout. And you better hurry because this offer expires on, Ap- expires on April 21st, which is in just about a month. So uh, use the code still buffering at checkout for 15% off your purchase of $100 or more. And that's it. Modcloth.com. All right. Now, our second sponsor we want to tell you about this week, we've mentioned before, is HelloFresh. Uh, HelloFresh is the meal kit delivery service that delivers your favorite recipes and pre-measured ingredients so you can just cook, eat, and enjoy. And it really is a great service. We've all checked out HelloFresh. Um, Riley, are you finally learning how to cook now? Finally. I was at a point <laughs> in my life for a long time where I could only cook mac and cheese and ramen and only somewhat. <laughs> and now I know how to be a professional chef, basically, because of HelloFresh. Maybe not. Basically. Amateur. Basically. Amateur. Basically. 
Uh, all the ingredients come pre-measured in handy labeled meal kits so you know which ingredients go which with go with which recipe. And there are three plans to choose from, classic, veggie, and family. And Taylor can vouch for the veggie plan. So good. So many veggies. Beautiful avocados. <laughs> <laughs> HelloFresh makes it easy to cook delicious balanced dinners for less than $10 a meal. And recipes only take around 30 minutes. Uh, try things you never think to cook on your own and enjoy eating outside of your comfort zone. So if our listeners want to check out this this product what should they do tay uh well you can get 30 dollars off your first week of HelloFresh. uh just go to hellofresh.com and enter the promo code still buffering 30 so still buffering three zero gets you 30 dollars off your first week and uh you can get get cooking like literally yeah <laughs> <laughs> and metaphorically yeah, in all ways well. speaking of that <laughs> That would be a great way to flirt with somebody, cook for them or bake for them. Because if you're not like cooking for them, like that they're coming to your house or something, like you're on a date, like you've you've obviously flirted to success. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you like bake something that you can like, <laughs> yeah. bring to them, you don't just bring them a meatloaf at school. Is that not flirting? <laughs> <laughs> Hello, I have brought you a processed hunk of meat. I have interest in you <laughs> physically. <laughs> Well, I mean, if meatloaf is something that you really love and you have shared that love with this person, see what how perhaps how, I don't know. Like this, I'm clueless on this. How much of a part does meat play in flirting? Because there was this kid that I would give him my health class homework to copy, and in return he'd give me deer jerky back in high school. Was he flirting or was he just paying me for my homework job? <laughs> he was. He uh. was. He was paying me for my homework job, wasn't he? I think so. I think oh. that was just an exchange of goods and services. Okay. Right. <laughs> that was just bartering. I think so. That wasn't flirting. I just didn't know. Like, maybe I missed the signal. The signal was meat. I don't know. No, I don't think it has to be meat. I think I was watching, um, because I watch a lot of reruns these days. I was watching a rerun of Parks and Rec. And uh, the first, when Leslie's sick and Ben brings her chicken soup. Mm-hmm. And they're not dating or anything yet, but he brings her chicken noodle soup and he also brings her waffles from JJ's Diner because he knows that she loves waffles. And that's a good example of food based flirting. Yeah, that is good. <laughs> because it's like one one thing is homemade and that comes from the heart. <laughs> and the other thing indicates that he listened and paid attention to things that she loved. So, OK, I have another example <laughs> of something <laughs> I didn't think was flirting. Now thinking back, fits this mold very well uh-huh. um, that I completely missed. I was at a tech rehearsal over the summer, and as you all know who have done theater, and any of you know who have done theater, tech rehearsals can be very long and very exhausting, and you can end up at a theater for like eight hours Mm -hmm. until like 11.30, Mm -hmm. and you can go without eating because you can't eat in costume, of course. So it was like 11 o'clock at night, and we were outside, and it was hot, and I hadn't eaten dinner, and I was texting my friend, who I ended up dating, and I was like, man, I haven't eaten dinner. It's so hot out here. Like, I'm exhausted. I can't wait to go home and, like, eat and go to sleep. He was like, oh, do you want food? And I was like, no, I'm okay. Don't worry about it. I thought he was just, like, kidding. Mm-hmm. And then I had to go on stage and do my last scene. And then I go back to my phone. And he's like, hey, I didn't know what you wanted. But I remembered you liked Wendy's. So I got you something that I think you'll like. And I left it at the top of the gate. It was very nice. And he left me food, which was good. Because, you know, food's the way to, to any person's heart. <laughs> That, see, that's definitely flirting. But I realize that now. <laughs> but I don't know. And, and I mean, you know, I realize, like, I don't I don't really pursue a lot of relationships. Like, that's not my, my, my game. I feel like a lot of this stuff is also chalked up as just being a good friend. Like, 
when I'm out and if I see like that weird Japanese candy that my buddy likes, like I pick it up, be like, hey, I got this for you. That's true. It's definitely not flirty. Yeah. So I don't know. Like, you know, I think, yes, it can be. But I also think like a lot of this stuff overlaps with like being a good friend, paying attention to each other's needs, like yada, yada. No, I think you're absolutely yeah. right. Because uh, I think these are, I mean, I think a friendship is a foundation of a good relationship uh, in that right. regard. True. So, but I, what I would say is like, if if this example was somebody that you had met more recently, yeah. that you didn't know very well, that you had not established a friendship with, this would be a lot more likely to be flirtatious. You That's know? what I was thinking. It's a lot harder to tell when it's someone like, for me, you've been friends with for four years and you've like sure. done stuff with them before and got stuff for them before. And you know them very well as if it were not, not like if it were someone who you just met or you'd only been friends with for a few weeks. And I think, I think other things like wanting to share things with another person, like, like we've talked about like music that you really like or movies that you really like, like, you know, I think one of the earliest things that Justin and I knew about each other way back when we dated, quote unquote dated when we were kids, (laughs) Uh, was he knew my favorite movie was The Princess Bride and I knew his was Wayne's World and we both expressed an interest in watching them together. That kind of like, and that was even before we were dating. So like wanting to like share experiences that are meaningful to you, extending that really quickly is a good flirt. That's a good flirt sign. (laughs) I think (laughs) That's something you do when you're flirting. I think another good kind of similar example of that is with music because Mm -hmm. I know that like I'm really into musicals and show tunes and my boyfriend is not um originally he was not he was very into like popular music Mm -hmm. but i was like hey you should watch this movie with me not telling him that the last five years was entirely a musical (laughs) so we watched it and now i've gotten him to listen to hamilton and in the heights and the last five years and he loves all of them but i've also listened to his music in return so it's like we swap musics back and forth and share those with Mm -hmm. each other no Riley, now your generation lives in the future. Um, Right. For us, like exchanging like a mix CD was a pretty solid like I'm probably flirting with you kind of move. Uh, Are there are there modern equivalents to that? Now, I feel like now because that's so like I mean, I'm not saying people don't make mixtapes for each other anymore or mix CDs because you definitely could. But I feel like it's a thing you'd only do if you were actually dating someone because it would take so much (laughs) <laughs> more effort you have to go buy a disc drive yeah find a cd yeah like it would take a lot more work now that it would probably only be for someone you were already like dating or in a relationship with um i mean you can make like a playlist for someone on like spotify or apple music and share it with them do people do that um i mean there there was that <laughs> meme going around for a while that was like uh, when you tell your crush you like them through a Spotify playlist and like they made songs in order that like made out a sentence like the song <laughs> titles did. Um, That's a very literal use. Of, yeah. So it's not like the music tells, right. sends the message. It's like you could do that at the as first well, letter of these song titles. Um, you need to make but, sure both faces I, I mean, are covered. There also <laughs> is like the, the less preferable modern day equivalent where you're like, hey, here's my SoundCloud name. Check out my original beat <laughs> i'm a i'm a rapper wait see i i don't think that's as meaningful as the as all the work you'd have to put into like a mixtape yeah oh i agree uh, and i would i remember making a mixtape that also included because like we had a karaoke machine mm-hmm. and i recorded myself no! talking no you not didn't. singing not singing but like talking on it like interlude like 
I don't I don't want to say his name. This is so long ago. <laughs> hey, it's me. I just wanted to say that uh, I care about you so much, and I'm thinking about you. And this next song really expresses how I feel. Can you imagine if like <laughs> they put it on in the car with like their friend? They're like, just like I'm just gonna pop in some music really quick, like not saying who it's from. And then the song ends. And they're sitting there in silence, like man, that was a good song. And then it's Cindy's voice, like, hey, hey, baby, <laughs> just wanted to let you know that this song really reminds me of you. And whenever I hear it, I just can't help but smile. No, I hope I totally you're having did a good that. day. Totally did that. And their friend just like, uh. <laughs> That, well, that was very exciting to not only be able to, like, put together all the songs you like on a tape to give to somebody, but to also record your voice on there. <laughs> it was very exciting at the time. <laughs> <laughs> but that, yeah, that that was a that was a dead giveaway. Making, I think, I mean, making somebody for someone, making something for somebody uh, that you're not, I mean, it's not a holiday. It's not their birthday. And you're not already good friends with. That's like a dead giveaway, right? Now- Yes, but, but I also do think that if you are friends with someone already and, like, their birthday rolls around or Christmas rolls around or another holiday where, like, you would get them a gift and, like, you go out of your way to get them something very, like, special mm. or something that you made or something, like, it's Valentine's Day and you get them, like, an extra cute, like, card or something. That's, that I was going to say, you're talking about, like, the Valentine's Day move where you give the Valentine that's the most suggestive yeah. right, <laughs> to the kid you like. Yeah. Like in elementary school when you give them an extra sticker. Right. You know, I I think I'm actually learning something from all of this. I <laughs> What's that? And I, I, you know. I, I told sli- you I was good at this. No, but it's a little late in, in life to learn. But I think anything that I've ever done to mildly show affection is always so safe that it can easily 100% be written off as a friend thing, a normal thing, a helpful thing. And I guess what everything that you're saying flirtation involves a little bit of showing your hand you have to you have to put something out there that is clearly a risk like you you know you're not just just like oh i'm a friend like why would you think that like you've got to do something that maybe can clearly be construed as i'm interested in you yeah Yeah. you do i mean you don't have to go like full samantha from sex on the city Sex in the City on people. Like, does that mean? Have you ever seen Sex in the oh, City? Oh, we. I, no, I. I was gonna say, oh, we should watch that as a rewatch, but no, that's it's garbage TV. <laughs> it really doesn't have age well. All, like, it, I, have you seen the? Have you seen the movie? I mean, no, <laughs> but like, all? even the content of the episodes. <laughs> the, the second one. <laughs> like, like what? Like four outdated ladies with terrible views. I, I would love for it to. I remember it being so revolutionary, but now it's like, nah, you're. You, you're terrible people but we, we've definitely evolved past that yeah. but have you heard the conspiracy theory oh no here we oh, go no. i didn't know there was a conspiracy riley's conspiracy <laughs> corner here we go <laughs> that's what teen, Ooh, i like that teens are song. all about conspiracy theories Very now interesting um have you heard of the mandela effect yes what it's basically long story short it's like an overarching arching conspiracy theory that covers many specific things where you remember something from a long time ago as one way and then you look at it now and realize it was completely different it's like the berenstein uh, so like, bear thing like yes the yes, berenstein bears were they actually berenstein bears yes is sex in the city sex in the city or sex and the city sex and the city yes sex and the city because hold on 
I don't remember which one it actually is, but, but I, there is merchandise. Like, for example, Sydney, we were on a cruise a year ago. Mm-hmm. And while I was in the room with Charlie one night, I was looking through the TV guide of TV shows you can purchase and movies you can purchase. And it is, I took a picture of it because I just watched this conspiracy theory video. It is listed as sex in the city, not and the city. Huh. Well, I mean, th- that's probably because a lot of people pronounce it as n. Like sex and sex, sex in the, in the city. city. Sex, yeah, but it's got to be city. and. It is actually and. Okay. It yeah. is actually and. But there is merchandise that people have, like official merchandise from forever ago that says in. Mm-hmm. There are things like that that say in. People are like, we're in an alternate universe where a long time ago it was in, and now it is and. Oh. Well, I don't. Well, I mean, that. I cannot say I, I watched a lot. <laughs> so of, there's that. <laughs> I cannot say I watched a lot of Sex and the City. But what what does Samantha do? She's the one that like dates lots of guys. Actually, lots of people, I should say. Mm, and I see. Is a lot more sexually outgoing. Yeah. Well, I don't than the other. Is it like her flirting is the? It's it it's beyond flirting. I think yeah. you just kind of walk up to somebody and say like. I'm going to make out with you now. And then they go, okay. And then you make out with somebody. And that's yeah. that's what Samantha would do. Yeah. I feel like there's always that one character in every TV show. Like, not every TV show, but every, like, comedy or, like, romance TV show that, like, is just, like, always flirting and very right. good at flirting. And, ha- well, and, and, I mean, she took it to the level of, like, lots of innuendo and, yeah, you know. But I even mean like I, I don't necessarily like, think that that's the goal for all flirting. No, well, I mean yeah. like high school, middle school TV shows where there's always like the one girl or the one guy that like is always flirting with every other person somehow subtly, but also like yeah, obviously I don't know. I, yeah, and I also just you know as an aside to all this, I do want to say that it, and this is not in my defense. This is just being realistic. A big reason why I was never very good at it and never very receptive to it is because most of the time it wasn't. A, th- a priority i think that we're taught that you know flirting is you should always want a partner and so you know like anybody interested you should have this down with like i don't know i feel like i just i just want to speak up for the people that maybe like i never was good at it because i never really cared about it so maybe there was that too where it's like i don't sure that you know like i never f- I, I i was always against the notion that i had to be seeking a romantic partner at all times through my teenage and adult years so to me, like, even if I did pick up on it, I would kind of ignore it because like, well, but I don't want that. So finger guns. <laughs> <Well>. <laughs> but I think that's fine. I think it gets to the core of like what we talked about. I think flirting is fun, or at least I, I have yeah. in the past. Um, it, it I found it enjoyable. Like, I'm sure my brain chemistry was happy in response like the feelings I was getting from the attention I got from flirting and from flirting with someone and feeling that they reciprocated or that they were appreciating that attention that gave me good feelings and I enjoyed it and so I engaged in it more often yeah um if you don't receive that obviously you shouldn't yeah I mean because as we talked about I don't think you have to first of all you you don't have to do anything you don't have to flirt (laughs) and you don't have to be in a relationship. And even if you want a relationship, you don't have to flirt to get there. No. Right. So you definitely don't. <laughs> just you just can walk direct. up and be like, I like you. Would you like to like me too? And then if you're me, you'll go, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I think so. I think I have decided I am neutral in the sense that I only enjoy flirting when I am already dating the person. Yeah. <laughs> because then there's no worry of like, exactly. oh, they were just being nice. Yeah. Or like, 100% oh, they didn't understand what I was saying. 
Like, I enjoy it when I'm already with someone because, like, oh, this is fun. And it's like, you know, like, we're being, like, cute and we're in public and we're not being, like, gross. I think, I think though, that one thing to keep in mind, if you're ever, like, in a situation where you want to kind of, like, put yourself out there or indicate subtly or maybe not so subtly kind of how you feel and see, like, show your hand a little bit, see if somebody reciprocates those feelings. Um, one, I don't, I don't think you should... Con- I think you should go for it if you want to, too. I think that you shouldn't always assume they're going to take your flirting as, like, oh, my gosh, they're trying to date me. Right. Like, uh, there's a lot of flirting that takes place that's just that. So I I think that if you're confident about whatever you say or do and then move forward and don't sit there like waiting like now what do you say <laughs> now what are you now what are, where's what my mixtape <laughs> what do you think um then i i it sometimes it's just like oh what a that was a playful social interaction that we both enjoyed yeah. and then you move on and nobody's sitting there thinking like i can't believe you said that yeah well within reason obviously there are probably limits to this right no that, that's one direction i think in the opposite direction if you are the person doing the flirting and you know you are not getting reciprocation sure maybe the person is shy or coy or oblivious also always be respectful of the person if you care enough to flirt with them you should care enough to read their signals and see if they're very clearly saying like uh not please don't do this to me because you know when you're you're way being flirted with and you're super not interested for some people it could be really uncomfortable yeah if you i mean if you are flirting with somebody as a way to demonstrate that you're interested and you have and you see like message received, not reciprocated, <laughs> what could you possibly gain from flirting more? Why would you continue yep. that? Yeah. You know, obviously you should not. Right. Um, and I think it goes without we've, we've touched on a couple of things. I think it goes without saying like then maybe maybe we should say it anyway. Every time somebody smiles at you, they're not flirting with you. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> that's true that's, yeah. I, I, f- I feel like sometimes as a woman I need to say that I smiled and was polite to you because that's that's normal social behavior you, in, yeah. a, in you know I, I work in the service industry where smiling is part of my job being overly friendly is part of my job and I've had so many people take it the wrong way like assume that they can then take it to it uh, like say things or or suggest things that i'm like mm-hmm. no 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 i am like asking you if you want more coca-cola that is not a come on <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah and i think i think that um it would not be honest to say that people who take advantage of those situations or who abuse that situation in order to try to like hit on you or make you feel uncomfortable I do not feel that they are misreading signals as they may claim. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think if the waitress smiles at you like a normal human thinks, what a polite human, not, ah, she digs me. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I mean, like, that's not. Right. That's in your head. That's a thing you've got to deal with. If that's your, every time somebody smiles at you, if you automatically think that they are, you know, trying to get with you. You need to reevaluate some things. Yeah. <laughs> Fair point. Does that makes sense. Fair point. That's that's true. Oh, all, all all aspects of flirting covered here. <laughs> like how to accept when your your flirting has failed horribly and you need to pull back. <laughs> and and I think that if somebody is flirting with you and you're not into them, on the flip side, you can just like be polite and not flirt back, and that should end that. You know, yeah. you'd think you wouldn't think you'd have to say anything further. 
but no if it if it does not end it then you have every right to remove yourself from the situation however you know blatantly that requires yeah did we cover all sides of that? But uh, I think so. Uh, let's say, like, on a, on a on a goofy note, like, if you if you could send what what is the what is the most flirtatious emoji that that you could send? The wink. It's the, the winky, winky face. Yeah. What do you think, Riley? Oh, the peach. It's a butt. That's how you flirt with people. You send them a picture of your butt. No, you got a peach. <laughs> That's not a picture of your butt. But it is your, it represents uh, your butt. Maybe you're saying you're like their butt. It's, but it's metaphorically your but butt. But also it's shaped like a heart. But it's, okay. it's, it's, it's also, it's also a butt. Yeah, it's a butt. What's your vote, Tay? I mean, I, I don't, I don't think I have a good answer. I think. I like the cat faces because I feel like they're slightly more flirtatious than the regular faces. I realize that this is once again my problem. Here. This is why. This is why no one ever knows you're flirting, Taylor. I send no a, one knows. I send a picture of a cat. Oh god! No one's alone. No, no one is looking at that cat and thinking, "Yeah, she dates me." <laughs> like, oh, she really likes cats. I mean, don't be wrong. She talked about them the whole time we were interacting, but. <laughs> um does the is the ellipsis flirting this is my last question in in what context if you i mean because sometimes it's like passive aggressive and sometimes it's sad and mad oh gosh sometimes you use it in a paper when you're trying to cite something you want to take <laughs> a break in between phrases okay well that's more complicated yeah i i still don't fully understand the concept of the upside down smiley face i don't know what that means at all i do but it's explained with a facial expression not words what <laughs> so wait it's They're a facial beyond. expression that can only be explained by another facial expression yes but obviously you cannot literally turn your face upside down this is so we've got we've moved beyond verbal communication on this podcast so i guess we have to end it <laughs> okay good luck figuring that one out guys we communicate on a plane purely of facial expression <laughs> So that's the next, that's the future of flirting in case you're interested. But, but, they're, they're, that's where it lies. But not actual facial expressions. Facial expressions assumed from emoji facial expressions. Right. That are different. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> you're welcome, everybody. Good luck, team. What? <laughs> Take my advice. Make a mixtape. <laughs> and do the, and the flirt and the smile with the eyes, the foot, the side, and then look through the eyes and then. The smile. Look through your eyes. Well, like the side of them. And then I the didn't smile. know that's where you're supposed to look. I've got to go to bed. Um, <laughs> Offer to be their wingman. It's a great move. Trust me. Use finger guns. Talk about cats a lot. Oh no, no. Uh, th thank you, sisters, for your your expertise on human interaction. Once again, well, we're best out of the ballpark. Yeah. Boy, Emma, I hope we answered your question. Bet we did it. <laughs> <laughs> what we want you to know is that um, if you're in the dark about flirting, most of us are too. Yep. Just there we go. Make any, literally make anything up that, you know, anything and you can get away with it because no one no one knows. Yeah. yeah. Just don't like scream in their face. That's all I know. That's oh. not, I, I think. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> 
if you do it with confidence, they'll <laughs> just do it like It'll work. Yeah. do it like Samantha from Sex in the City and scream in their face. <laughs> well, that's not true. Put the put, pump the brakes on that one. Yeah. Um, thank you to our listeners. Uh, thank you to the Maximum Fun Network for hosting us. You can check out a lot of other great shows at maximumfun.org. You can email us if you have. Uh, this is great. A show suggestion, like yeah. a topic or a question or thoughts or anything you can do so at still buffering at maximumfun.org and um we will talk about it if we can and uh you can tweet at us at still buff and that's thank you to the novellas <laughs> i'm going through all the things i gotta say thank you to the novellas for our theme song baby change your mind this has been still buffering a sister's guide to teens through the ages i am riley smurl i'm sydney mcelroy and i'm taylor smurl i am a teen Nature. <laughs> this can't change the tagline. <laughs> what? <laughs> Excuse me? Try that again. I'm a teenager. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I was too. Two. I don't know what happened there, guys. You <laughs> forgot that there are like literally two lines that we have to say on this. And I'm Julia Prescott, and we're the host of Everything's Coming Coming Up Up Simpsons. Simpsons. We are a Simpsons podcast brand new to the Maximum Fun Network, and every episode we cover a different episode of The Simpsons um, that is a favorite of our special guests. We've had guests that are showrunners and writers and voice actors like Nancy Cartwright, all people that have worked on The Simpsons, and we've also had guests like Weird Al and people that are on the Max Fun Network already, and each week we will talk to a very cool guest about their favorite episode, and it is so much fun. So if you like The Simpsons, come listen to Everything's Coming Up Simpsons. All right. Smell you later. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.